And hey guys, good morning and welcome back to an episode of Folders and Backwards, the mid-morning solo cipher. It's a girl, you truly will be read. Merry Monday to us all and true blessings. Hope everyone is in good spirits um, and a good positive financial standing or at least dedication. I hope everyone is well rested. You guys can probably hear from my voice that I am not. I am extremely exhausted. I've been doing a lot of energy work and a lot of shadow work and a lot of cleansing and healing and meditation and it has been leading to very late hours into the evening not evening fuck that and so the middle of the night the fucking earliest times of the damn day and as a result your girl is fucking exhausted so parting a little you know the little drag I still wanted to be here, you know, tired and all. I love you guys and I appreciate you. So I wanted to make sure I was here when y'all clicked on to listen. I had to walk around. I didn't move backwards. I got to re-roll up. Um, today I wanted to talk about oop, Devon Tommen. Um, Tom itself. It's such a fun subject to talk about. Part of the noise, guys. I'm about to open these backwards. Shout out to Backwards Cigars. You're all I roll. At least you're all I choose to roll. Sometimes I don't got no choice because the stores out here be welling. But in a perfect world, there would only be Backwards. The original Backwards. And some um, dark leaf as well, but yeah. I got turned out to that dark leaf for a minute, but I love the original. I don't know. I'm just a fucking simple girl. I don't be needing all that extra flavors and even my coffee. I don't never really do like vanilla shots and hazelnut and all the other fucking flavors and combinations. I don't be needing whipped cream, none of that. But two tablespoons of fucking sugar, and my shit, and mad half and half, or fucking cream, and I'm good. We're plain Jane. That's always been me. I like it though. Um. Anyway, today I want to talk about Devon Simon. It. I don't know if I said it in my um cliches podcast, but um. <clears throat> There are a lot of like sayings and cliches around time. And I think that's what I was getting into. I hope it wasn't a tick. I'm mad tired, guys. And I done did mad ticks because I keep fucking up. But time is such a cool and fun subject. Ideology. It can be extremely scary and overwhelming. Let me not act like it's for everyone. It's so fun. Because once upon a time, the idea forever gave me panic attacks still to this day. Oh my God, even when I say the word, my heart chakra open up a little bit or close up a little bit, maybe. <laughs> I got to pay the response a little bit better attention. Yeah, time is a, um, is a very amazing concept. Things seem to happen for us to be, let me 
start that over. For us to be divine beings, right? And gods of our own universe. We have the ability to shape our universe, right? Shape our best existence. To make or break the things that Not the things, the obstacles that life throws at us. I'm not saying make or break. I literally mean that we make our own obstacles. We dismantle our own challenges. It's um, it's a cosmic mindfuck. Or I truly believe when we transcend from this body, we'll really see a lot clearer how much we put ourselves into that. You know, we ain't even realized. With that being said, um, things happen often and always that we can't control as divine as we are, as powerful as we are, as much quote unquote control we have in shaping our existence. We have to understand that this is a shared existence. Other people are shaping their existence. Plants are shaping their existence. The wind is shaping its existence. Like everything that we see, hear, touch, taste, smell, fucking has a purpose and a plan. And it would be wonderful if we all were just so harmonically balanced that there was no chaos ever when and we entwine and paths and tangle, but it don't work like that. This is a existence of polarity. For all the peace that exists, there is just as much chaos. And chaos does not have to be a bad thing. I was talking to my homegirl, my sister, um, one of my best friends the other day, and I was just telling her like, this place of non-judgment that I'm in, it's so weird, but it's so fucking cool. Like, I either really, truly understand most situations that I encounter and those that I don't, I truly just let go of. And it's so cool to just not be judgmental. Like, wow. Do I still carry my judgy eyeballs in my pocket? Yes, I do. Because sometimes people and things need to be judged. I don't give a fuck. I'm still human. And... Yeah, I got opinions. I, I keep them in check. <laughs> I keep them to myself when they're not asked to be expressed or shared. But yeah, I ain't immune to the bullshit. I just conduct it more professionally or more, I don't know, copacetically. But yeah, it's just so cool to experience life opposed to being so active in it that it's happening around you. I hope that made sense. How does that fit in with Devon Simon? Um, yeah, things happen in life that we're not in control of. Sometimes we have plans, 
we are putting our focus and our dedication, our hopes, our prayers into something to enjoy its best outcome, to reap specific benefits, to complement certain people in their pathways of life, period, or their paths of life. And things happen that throw us off. Things happen that deter us. Things happen that straight up and down just fucking like knocks you off your feet. Surprises, right? Unplanned events. The unforeseen. It's not uncommon, especially when you are still more on the survival mode side of consciousness than the understand, accept, and evolve side, to panic, to feel like, you know, what the fuck? How could this happen? To be devastated, to think that this is an end. When it comes to divine timing, and there's so many sayings about time. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens when it's supposed to. Divine timing is basically the belief that everything does happen when it's supposed to happen to affect you in the way that's most beneficial. Sometimes in life, again, we want things. We train for things physically, mentally. Um, we save financially. Um, we work hard. You know what I'm saying? And our jobs and our careers, we love hard in our relationships. We establish bonds and networks and ties that align us with our greatest desires. Sometimes our greatest desires are attached, I'm trying to choose my words carefully, to lessons and trials as well as joys and people in order to be experienced fully and properly. And because of that, things have to happen. Let's say, is a cool, a quick hypothetical. Y'all know I don't do them too good and I'm extremely tired. So who knows how my imagination is going to work. Maybe this will work out right. Um, let's say you're a your female just graduated high school, right? Young lady, you just graduated. No, that's not high school. You just graduated college. Bam, you just graduated law school. Fuck that. Let's go all the way up. You're a bad bitch. You're smart. You're beautiful. You just graduated college. You just passed the bar. You're about to become a fucking lawyer. Um, you've been doing mad advocate and pro bono work in your neighborhood. You got mad support behind you. You have big dreams of not just being a lawyer, but maybe being a um, a DA for the state or a congressperson 
And this is just the next step on your, you know, greatest desires, your happiness, your best life. And then all of a sudden you pop up pregnant. You pregnant by a random. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you ain't gotta be no thought. The condom could have fucking broke. Um maybe it's a nigga that you was sleeping with regularly, your actual boyfriend, you know what I'm saying? Like, but y'all wasn't that serious, or you know, you never intended to be with him that long. He was more of a convenience than um uh fuck, that's not really rude. I'm sorry, I don't know how to explain it, but we engage with people all the time that we don't have plans for the rest of our life with. Real life shit. Or maybe you did have plans to be with him for your whole life. Maybe a baby didn't fit into his plans. Maybe he just passed the bar. Maybe he's about to be a big shot lawyer. And this just doesn't seem to fit into the plan. In your mind, having this kid is going to do what? Slow you down. It's going to hinder your um, work hours. Travel capability. All of this is to go to say unexpected things happen and they're not always bad. This child could end up being the greatest thing that ever happened to you. This kid can give you more purpose than ever. Maybe you give birth to a boy. You're a young black woman who just passed the bar. Having a young black son in America KKK is a hell of a great reason to be the best lawyer you could fucking be, to advocate harder and stronger. You know what I mean? Maybe that's the push that you were missing that you didn't realize you needed. Maybe you choose not to have the kid. Maybe you get an abortion, right? And now you're continuing your path as you planned. But maybe there was God um, forbid, you know, I wouldn't wish this on anybody, but maybe there was a health repercussion afterwards. Maybe because you made that choice, now you can't have children. Um, maybe after doing it, you had uh, enlightenment on life, a shift in consciousness of the meaning of life and death and purpose. You know, maybe that choice empowered you. Maybe that choice to take your divinity into your hands and stay on the track that you saw fit gave you more power and more strength to fulfill your destiny. Like, now nah, I just got rid of a kid. There's no way in the, to do this. So there's no way in the world I'm not going to do this shit right. Ah, da, 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 da. Put my best foot forward. Again, all of this is to say we don't know the role. In meditation, this is a personal um, recall. Normally, when I meditate, especially 
harnessing the energy of Ishu. When I'm meditating on my caminos, on my no my yeah, my roads. <coughs> and the pathways that are in my existence. When I'm praying for guidance, I always, before yesterday, I'm about the get that, I always saw, Um, from the first-hand persona, I guess. <laughs> In the meditations, I saw the road the way I would see a street that I'm walking down. <laughs> Basically, you know, limited view is a clear route. Like, depending on what street you're standing on, if it's level... Um, I remember during the fucking, um, not, I'm gonna say the blackout, um, when, um, the riots and everybody was fucking raiding all the stores and shit last year after the, um, pandemic, the shut, um, when the curfew got, um, I don't, I ain't gonna lie, I don't, I'd be high. I know there was a curfew enacted and all that wild shit. I happened to be in Manhattan, um, and I remember standing on... 7th Avenue and 23rd Street. And it was amazing because I've never seen that far down the Manhattan, like literally in the street, not on a sidewalk. In the middle of the street was no cars. It was a citywide curfew. Like I remember looking and I had to be able to see. No exaggeration. I was on 7th. I probably was able to see damn near to the fucking water. Like... Our view is limited, but we got a good spectrum or scope of physically what's in front of us, right? And in my meditations, normally that's how I see. I see the direct vicinity. Yesterday, I had the most amazing experience to see it. Uh, Would it be 3D? Or 40. <laughs> Yesterday it was more like looking at an actual map. <laughs> My pathways have never been revealed to me like that. It's the first time I was ever able to see so many of my roles at one time. As I said, normally it's like walking down the street. I can see. If I'm walking down Sutter, you know, looking through the fucking projects and the playgrounds and shit like that, I can see the next streets over. Um, but, you know, I can't see the streets after that. You know, like the parallels. I might be able to see the one on the right, one on the left, but I can't see, you know, blocks into like Howard and shit like that. That's the projects on the far right of me. But um, this is like looking at a map. I actually seen countless, it was overwhelming. It was so many different fucking avenues and 
fucking lines. They were just lines. Or I knew they were pathways, but there was just so many of them. And I seen where they were going. I seen where some ends and not the physical aspect of the event, where it stopped, where it ended, or where they were going for that matter. Just, again, the, the lineage of the start and the finish, if that makes sense. But all this is to say that I've never um, seen it in that view before to really, truly, even with myself. And like I said, I meditate a lot. I am a certified meditation teacher. I meditate a lot and I especially meditate on, on spiritual roles a lot. And I believe that's why I was allowed to elevate the way I did yesterday. It's the next step. Um, I need to see how much possibilities there are. And knowing that there are so many possibilities, it did, it gave me a bigger idea and a better understanding of divine timing. All of the lines that I seen on this map had one thing in common. They all led to the same destination. Like I said, some lines were shorter than others. Some lines intersected with others. Some lines ended up in like kind of not dead ends, but if you could think of like um, a maze, <coughs> we hit that <coughs> that um, corridor where there's nowhere else to go. So you forced to turn around. It was stuff like that. But they all basically ended up at the same place, which I got from this meditation and the purpose of today's um, talk on divine timing is that there's so there's so much happening in our spiritual life and our physical life and our emotional lives and being so heavily intertwined with so many others, we are going to constantly experience and be confronted with things that are not planned, be them good, bad, um, what is good and bad, right? Like they're just things that happen. They might slow you down. They might um, physically hinder you. They might financially exhaust you, spiritually confuse you. But if it happened, it was part of the, the, the design, excuse me. And everything that's part of, a, of the design, of your design, has a role in your best existence. And understanding divine timing, and now understanding divine timing on a completely different aspect from seeing the map the way I saw it. The experiences that we encounter are always purposeful. And 
through self-love and gratitude, we can negate through whatever it is, be it, again, if we're going to throw labels around, good or bad, to gain the most out of the experience and have and stay focused and centered on a speediest path to our greatest existence. Okay, so I don't know if practical is the right word, but to be more, I guess, physical (laughs) on a not lower vibration, but to fit the physical realm is on a spectrum of vibrations, a lower vibration. That's not a bad thing. It's just what it is. But to understand this and to put it into physical use, to make it beneficial, this whole understanding of divine timing, I would say, one, we have to understand that as much control as we have, we're not always in control. And even when we are not seemingly in control, we're still very much in control, always of ourselves. And when we focus and pay attention and utilize what's around us, we find control in the most chaotic situations. Working on releasing judgment is extremely beneficial to allowing divine timing to be a lesson and a blessing. And I say lesson because we have to stop giving power to trauma and to bad situations to bullshit if you learn something it was not bad you grew growth is natural and struggle is unfortunately a part of growth it's not even unfortunate honestly most of us when we reflect on the worst fucking times of our life, the worst situations, the nastiest emotions and most negative places. Once it's passed and we've evolved and we've grown, we can reflect back on that. And we don't have those same negativities. We honestly, I love when things all mesh together, can see the divine timing in things. To say things happen for a reason, is extremely simple. Things happen for more than just a reason. Things happen for each of us individually as it's supposed to. Think about some of the stuff you went through. If you would have, okay, I got to use me as a personal example, right? Um, this weekend, I... For lack of a better word, I got violated. I was extremely disrespected by 
someone that I not only wouldn't have expected it, but someone that I value so dearly that I guess I thought was incapable of that level of disrespect. For me, that was a situation and an experience that I was meant to go through exactly when it happened. And why do I say that? One, mentally, I was more prepared for it than I ever was in my life. Had that happened, let's just say maybe even as recently as three months ago, I wouldn't have responded and reacted and learned from the situation the way I did. Had it happened two years ago, I probably would have lost my motherfucking mind. I would have been devastated. I would have probably been questioning and doubtful and it would have been emotionally draining for me way more than it was because this weekend was extremely draining but it probably would have been devastating to my ego did i like that it happened no i didn't i appreciate that it happened when it happened though because again it happened when i was i was in a mental place to deal with it i was in an emotional place to better react I didn't succumb to the emotions. I was angry as fuck. But I controlled it. I'm really proud of myself. I've come so far and I still have so much to so many so much of a way to go. But I love when I can see how much I grew. Um I said it on um, another podcast, a previous one, about when my cat spirit died. That's my baby. I miss her so much. Um, I was so extremely grateful that she died at a time where I was in a financial, financially comfortable position because I was able to get her cremated and bring her home. Had that happened at a past time when I wasn't so comfortable with my finance. I would have had the I would have had to lose her remains. I would have just had to hold on to memories and thank God I take a million pictures of everybody and everything. And that would have just been it. Divine Simon. We don't like always the things that happen that are out of our control. But if we can honestly and unbiasedly look at the situation and the timing of when it happens is when gratitude comes in okay everything is self-love and all gratitude guys you have to appreciate the timing sometimes it seems like it's absolutely fucked up like you could get a call up for an emergency some bullshit 
right as you're about to do something that you wanted to do, always had planned. Let's say it was a vacation. You know, I like to be dramatic. So we're going to be dramatic with this one. This is completely hypothetical. Let's say you're literally at the airport about to go on a fucking Hawaiian vacation. I want to go to Hawaii. I can't wait to go to Hawaii. Um, I'm going to go to Hawaii. Universe receive. Um, and you already on a line, bag checked. You about to get your t- um, hand your ticket to the lady and go through um, the little gates and shit. And then your phone rings. Your stove just blew up. The fire department is in your crib. It's water damage, fire damage. You have to go home. What the absolute fuck? You went home. You're upset. Your ticket was non-exchangeable, non-refundable, yada, 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 whatever the case is. All kinds of this seemingly bullshit. Just trinkle, 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 trinkle down. And after the high pun, the smoke clears, right? You're cleaning up. You're devastated. You're sifting through remains of shit. Maybe you find a photo of a family member. Maybe it's your mom who passed, your great grandmoms who passed. And as unfun, there's something that you just like, you know what I mean? And it's perfect in perfect condition. It didn't get damaged. You haven't seen this photo in years. You probably haven't even seen her face in years. Maybe it's something like, I was supposed to be being dramatic, right? Maybe the plane fucking crashed <laughs> on some real final destination shit and the fire in the crib absolutely saved your life. Maybe on your way, Rushing home, you know what I mean? You're helped by a kind stranger who actually is the bearer of your fourth cup. That's a reference to my newsletter. I feel like this weekend, just if you don't subscribe to the newsletter, y'all guys got to contact me some form, shape, or way so I can send it to you. Every month I do a newsletter, um, and it's always a tarot reading. This month's poll was the four of cups. And the read that I got from it was to basically keep your eyes open because someone was going to come bringing you your fourth cup. That last pillar four is a number of structure, four is a number of strength, four is a number of completion. Someone was going to be bearing the last thing that you needed for whatever journey you're on right now and maybe that person that you met has your last cup i feel like the disrespect that i encountered this weekend was the last cup that i needed i needed to be refaced with something that i thought i conquered to have a fire relit in my ass and put more flame to my passions. So I am, I'm extremely, and that's another re- divine time. And it's really funny, the level of this, the, the way the disrespect came, because the details are not important. It was directly connected to a professional, which is connected to a financial avenue. 
I've been paving for myself. And I needed this to happen to give me that last bit of cement, fucking glue, push, whatever the fuck it was. But I needed that. And I'm grateful for not just the experience, but the timing. And it's just so funny that it was a friend. They bared the cup that I needed. So I'm grateful. I feel stronger. I'm structured and I'm focused, man. Tell Steph to holler at me. Um, yeah. So to wrap this all up, guys, Devon Tommen is not just about what's supposed to happen. It's literally about when it's supposed to happen. We Sometimes we want things so badly and we're just not ready for them. Mentally, we're not ready. Like I wanted to be rich from the moment I realized I was poor. How giving I was as a child. That's why I always say, I always make the joke with my friends because here in New York, like, I mean, I'm out of the people I know. And I don't know everyone in New York. New York is huge. I don't even know how many motherfuckers are in here. The census reports are not accurate. I've worked for the census. People be dead lying. People be fucking not reporting accurate information because they be scared and all other kinds of things. They think somebody gonna tell housing and it's not that serious, guys. Like real shit. Like just report it. It's really for the count and the count doesn't matter. But anyway, um I don't know how many people is in the city. So I probably know less than one percent of the people in the city. But out of the percentage of people that I do know, I am like in the minority of motherfuckers who have never had a lawsuit. Like People were always getting hit by fucking cars in New York. Like, what the fuck? And it's like mad. The, the rules for driving in New York are only strict. So I don't understand. Maybe it's because everybody in fucking Brooklyn jaywalks. I don't know. But um, I always make the joke that God, that you got to remember, this is like younger me. So yeah, I did at that point. When I say God, I'm referring to the invisible man in the sky, twisting his beard, watching niggas. Um, I always say like, God knew not to give me a lawsuit, not to let me get hurt and live and sue and get repercussions for it because I would have just gave all the money away. I am still one of the most given people that I, I know, but now I'm not stupid with my giving. I used to give my last. I used to give shit that I didn't have. I would borrow to give, not to lend, to give like who fucking does that like i did that's what i'm saying i didn't i wasn't conscious in my divinity i'm conscious in my divinity now now i'm smart now i understand about generational wealth now i understand about helping happiness through helpfulness that's a whole, another podcast you guys got to check it out i want to actually reiterate on that and do a part two of it but yeah if you're not happy when you're helping someone you're not helping yourself and that's never a good thing so i'm in a way better state of mind now so if somebody want to hit me with their car and ready for this lawsuit now nah, i'm only playing don't fucking hit me like I'm, I'm 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 building my empire i'm smart i'm fun i'm enlightened and i'm helpful i'm finding my happiness through helpfulness and shit, financially, I'm I'm being compensated. I have no complaints. Or I'm open, ready, and willing 
to accept what the universe has planned for me when it has it planned for me. Right? Regular listeners, y'all know I've been fiending for this private bathroom. I'm ready, but obviously it's not my time. Shit, I get a private bathroom now. Y'all probably would never hear from me again. I'll probably live in that shit. My kids would be neglected. Well, Mel's 21, so that nigga good. But poor Serenity, that little nigga gonna learn how to learn how to cook, clean, fucking everything, iron. Well, a little ass needs to. She's getting big. Like we had that talk this morning. Devon Tommy, she it's her time to start being more responsible. And this is how I'm gonna last topic. I'm gonna touch quickly on Devon Tommy. I say to my baby girl, I love her, and I'm so glad she inspired this. When we avoid or think we're taking control over situations when something is divinely lined up, because I'm not going to lie, just because something is cosmically in the cars does not mean that we cannot miss it. It does not mean that we cannot avoid it. It does not mean that we can't fuck it up. Energy is everlasting, so we will re-experience it. Will it be in this physical body form and shape? Who knows? But it'll come back around. With that to be said, when you miss your divine timing, there are repercussions. How does my daughter fit into that? Why does she inspire such a powerful thought? Because my baby girl has had universal opportunities to be more responsible. And I have hindered her dramatically. She's my baby. I've had five losses between my 21-year-old son and my 10-year-old daughter. So the monsters parent ego in me still babies her. Like I'm extremely grateful for her. I never thought I was gonna have another kid. Like, or even on the day she was born, like when she cried and I heard, I knew she was not just alive. I could tell she was healthy by how loud that little nigga was. Like, gratitude a million times over. But I have hindered her. And because of that, I can see I've altered and shifted her roles. And that's not fair to her. So we had a conversation this morning. Tell you a good meditation, guys, will open your eyes to a lot of things. I kid you not, the walk to the bus this morning, me and her were talking about the fact that I'm going to instill more responsibility on her. And it's fucked up because, uh, you know, pampered her for so long, I have to make sure that I do it smoothly and gradually so that way it's fair because it's wrong to just, all right, you're 10 years old, you should be doing this, should be doing that, should be doing that, when a nigga ain't never have to do nothing in her life besides play on her fucking um, laptop and tablet and shit. So I'm going to realign her and strengthen myself. And all this goes to say that if it's meant to be, let it be. Don't resist the flow, guys, because the struggle is real. The struggle is real and we make things harder. We end up on different paths, longer paths, rougher paths, and it doesn't have to be like that. So I hope this resonates. I hope those who find themselves at, because there's a difference. I learned that this weekend too. There's a difference between a spiritual threshold and a spiritual crossroad. This is 
the first time since I've been walking in my divinity consciously that I've been at a crossroad. I've had thresholds, but this was the first crossroad. And I did, I utilized every tool that I had in me, mentally, physically, and spiritually. I called on to my papa and asked for guidance. And I do believe that I received it. I did mad takes. And I think the take where I was recalling my dream, I know that take got cut actually because I started fucking up telling it. Like it literally started blanking out. And the minute I stopped the recording, it all came back, which means it's not meant to share. So I'm gonna respect that. But yeah, I love confirmation and I'm on the right road. And I don't agree with how it appears at this moment from my perspective, but I trust that it's the right path. And I hope you guys find trust, faith, and strength in every road that you walk in your spiritual journey and your pursuit of happiness and your pursuit of self-embetterment and mastery. I love you guys for listening. Much ashe, namaste, deuces.